time. Oh, yeah, blows up his family's. No! Can you act? He broke both his arms. He probably still wouldn't help put his pants on. You're the most Indian person in Hollywood right now, so. That's why I love a leaf. I love John Goodman. Hey, asshole! Get your under control, dude! And today we are watching what Earth. The Vibe Fucking Ranger! Actually, no, the Yellow Ranger was a. Uh, Japan, it was a dude. Yeah. Here in the States, it was a. That's why. The chick. That's why when they're in their suits, only the Pink Ranger has the skirt. Yeah. Because the Yellow Ranger was a guy. They wanted more females to be involved. Marketing. That shows that shows crazy once you know about the way that it shot. <laughs> oh yeah. That they literally I, I just, just like 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 Jason. What happened in Japan? <laughs> fuck it. <laughs> like Jason was a pretty decent sized dude, I guess, as a kid, but like the Ranger dude's like hundred and fifty pounds of nothing. <laughs> yeah. But as a kid, you were just like, that's because their power rate, that's what they transform into. Whatever, it still makes sense because we just fall yeah. into the fantasy. Yeah, but when you when they show, like, you know, in the Japan, they're like costumes are It's the same dude. <laughs> yeah, pristine. Just like tight as could be. And then here in the States, when they're like, you know, the Power Rangers take off their helmets and you see them in their costumes, it's all wrinkled and like, it's just doesn't fit right. <laughs> no, it's still me. Yeah, you're like, whoa, hold on a second. When you're when you're fighting uh, Goldar, <laughs> what happened? Uh, I really I really like the movie, and I still think I might like it, but I'm afraid to watch it again. Which one? The original Power Rangers, the movie. Oh, I, yeah, I know. I know. I'm worried. It's been on my list. Like I'm just like I just want to watch it, just just to have some laughs. But I don't know if it aged well. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it would. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I guess if we get the courage to actually watch it, let's do it together. I guess. <laughs> do it, Zach. <laughs> it's your childhood too. Damn it. <laughs> Watch that movie a lot. Watch that movie a lot. <laughs> I'm, what, I'm Evan. <laughs> you blew that one out. And I'm Eric. And uh, what movie are we watching this week, Eric? We're watching a uh, a classic, another classic. Uh, we're watching Joe. What is it called? Joe versus the volcano. Oh, you know, cinematic classic. Starring Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan. Evan, I have a question for you. Yep. Do you know what movie, what other movie Tom Hanks is in? Oh, shoot. (laughs) Shoot. You might have seen him before. Splash. Shot in the dark. Splash. He he is in Splash. That's a good one. That's a good one. He's also in a movie that not a lot of people have seen, The Shawshank Redemption. 
Uh. <laughs> what the fuck did you just say? No, I'm say? thinking of Morgan Freeman. I'm thinking of Morgan Freeman. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, no, I just messed with The Green but. Mile has Tom Hanks. I know. I'm not an idiot. Wow. It's gonna say Toy Story. Darn. <laughs> Man, I wow. You might as well have just compared a McConaughey to Dave Chappelle. <laughs> that was that's that was way far out there. <laughs> Well, no. Eric, what do you think of last week's episode? We uh, recently did Renegades. And as internal investigators of the Philadelphia Police Department, what did we come to the conclusion to? I conclude we should shut the whole city down. That's Man. what we concluded. Uh, National Guard, uh, get that police department out of here. Pennsylvania. That's where it's at. Now that you've like rested from watching Renegades nine times, do you still like the movie? Does it still hold true in your eyes? Uh, I'm no longer talking about the film. <laughs> We've moved on. I flushed it from Mummy Member Banks. Well, that's a good news because we're watching Jumper's <laughs> Volcano. <laughs> oh, Joe versus Volcano is directed by John Patrick Shanley. Do you know any other movie he has done outside of Joe Vizzer's Volcano? Mm, no, I don't follow directors that closely, actually. Okay, I can, just by his IMBD, I can tell you he directed Congo. Con- Congo? Congo. Congo, okay. Now, wait a second, did he direct Congo? Are you lying to me? I think he I think was, he was at me. least a... Nope, he was a writer on Congo. Did you ever see Congo, Eric? <laughs> that's not... Yeah, I've seen Congo. Okay, yeah, that's, a, that's not a good movie. Who didn't see that movie in the 90s? Everybody Man. saw that movie. That's a movie I want to go back. <laughs> but... Anyway. Anyways, he... Joe versus I'll... the volcano. He... <laughs> Is a uh, movie from 1990. 1990. Evan, do you remember that year? No. Nope. You don't remember that year. Nope, not at all. You weren't even alive that year. Uh, I was alive, and I was not old enough to remember this movie. Did you watch this movie as a child? No. Really? I watched this movie as an adult. Do you, do you remember... What all do you actually remember as a child of this movie? Nothing, because I didn't see it as a child. When did you see it? I saw it when I was... I'd have been third, 20, late 20s? <laughs> I don't know, I saw it like eight years ago. How did you How did you stumble on this film? Because uh, some, somebody brought it to my attention. Okay. And I watched it, because it was a Tom Hanks movie I'd never heard of. Yeah. And when he described the plot to me, I was like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> that doesn't make any sense, and I've never heard of that movie. I gotta see this. And so we found it on DVD and watched it. It's a fairly good movie. 
fairly, fairly. It holds, I was, it holds up pretty okay. Okay, so Joe versus the Volcano, this is, you know, starring Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan, and this is prior to Tom Hanks being an Oscar chaser for the rest of his life. A Warner Brothers movie. It's a Warner Brothers movie, and this is like, this is, this is kind of the Tom Hanks that I kind of want to see again. Like the splash Tom Hanks, the like, was it the grown up, the kid movie where like he, you know, I saw it one time. Big. Yeah, you know, the big. Big is a great movie. I I saw it once. It was all right. I I just don't remember much. No, you need to watch that. Well, I've watched it. It was all right. You need to see it better. (laughs) Those were, okay, that's what I'm saying. Those were the Tom Hanks movies that like, man, that was a different Tom Hanks. Now he's kind of like. He's great now. It's like every Tom Hanks movie that comes out, you expect it to be just this epic movie, and it's like, man, let's just see a basic Tom Hanks movie. Yeah, this is one of his early movies. This is yeah. like, I think this is before, this is after Big. Yeah. But. I think after Splash, has to be after Splash. Yeah. Forrest Gump, it's definitely before Forrest Gump. Oh, yeah, Forrest Gump, 97. No, so Splash was in 84. Mm-hmm. Apparently he was on Happy Days at some point. The Man with One Red Shoe. I've not seen that movie. Haven't. But that's also an older Tom Hanks movie. I've seen Money I Pit. Money Pit was in 86. And oh, Money he Pit's did a, a fairly good movie. He, look at that. He did a buddy comedy movie, too. He did. Uh, he did Big in 88. So, yeah, this is after 88. Then he did uh-huh. Burbs in 89. Turner and Hooch was 89. Turner and Hooch. I never and saw that one. Joe versus the Volcano. So this is him and Meg's Ryan first pairing on screen. Can you name the other two without looking? Sleepless in Seattle and You've Got Mail. Yes. Sleepless in Seattle and... Sleepless in Seattle? You've Got Mail. Look at You've that. Got Mail's a pretty good movie, too. Never seen them alone. I, okay. I lately I've actually seen some Meg Ryan films. I forgot she was an actress. She does like rom coms and stuff like that. Yeah, and then she just kind of dropped off and didn't Joel. do anything for a while. Yeah. Um, who was in Death Becomes Her? It's Meg Ryan, isn't it? No. Oh my God, you're worse than me. No way. Death becomes her. No, I don't know. That's Goldie Hawn. No, yeah, my Goldie bad. Hawn. Okay, so then this was like the first Meg Ryan movie I'd seen in a long time. I couldn't top of my head. You know, she's she's been around. I'm surprised she hasn't been invited to a Marvel movie. To tell you the truth, uh, but tell you what, Eric, what's your been. what's your favorite Meg Ryan movie? Sleepless in Seattle. <laughs> What was your favorite Tom? What was your favorite Tom Hanks movie? Overall, broad like oh, man. there's a million movies. There's got to be one that sticks out in your mind like more than anything. Castaway was good. Okay. For like a drama, but it wasn't like like I watch it anytime it's on. But it's not necessarily a movie like I seek out. Like I've never like I saw it like one time. It mm-hmm. was entertained, but like I've seen it on TV a bunch. Uh, favorite Tom Hanks movie? Yeah, probably. I don't know. 
I like Big. This is a really good movie. Especially as a kid. Like, that's it's such a cool concept. Oh, I'm trying to think. What are the movies? He's done so many. <laughs> Mr. Deeds. It wasn't Mr. Deeds. <laughs> Blank check. You know. <laughs> You remember Tom Hanks and Blank Check? I guess you missed that scene. Was... <laughs> if you saw it on TV, it was cut, probably. It's probably... <laughs> no. Yeah, no, but Big's really good. Big's... That's why I'm surprised yeah. you didn't like it, because it's a cool... No, I didn't dislike it. I just thought it was all right. I didn't dislike it. I don't know, like... I think when I watched it, it was around like, I only want to watch cartoons face, you know? That's <laughs> why so I didn't see The Goonies for years. Goonies is a good movie. I have never seen The Goonies. Well, you fucking missed out. I refuse to see the I, I can't, at this point, at this point in life, I feel like I've, I've, people have talked about it so much uh-huh. that I just don't care. Well, that's a lot of movies. That's a lot of movies. A lot of TV shows like that. It's a lot of things that people have just talked about too much that I just I just stopped caring. Yeah, I think I don't know. I was pretty never mind. I was pretty invested with uh, Game of Thrones, and that was something I should have stopped. But like Family Guy, I stopped watching Family Guy because everyone talked way too much about it. I started back because I stopped for so long. And they changed so much about the show that like it's entertaining again. Same thing with uh, American mm-hmm. Dad. American Dad's pretty entertaining. Mm-hmm. I haven't really gone back to watch it. I, I like watching King of the Hill. First two seasons. <laughs> first three. Se- I can't do King of the Hill. What? All y'all like that, and I just can't. I can't get into it. Ah, I King never got into King of the Hill. It's great. It's I get great propane, movie. and I get, I get, I get the humor, but like, it's not. I don't know. It just didn't didn't catch me. You know what did catch me was Joe versus Volcano. <laughs> Meg Ryan, your favorite film was of Tom Hanks. I can only assume it was Family Guy at this point. It was Tom Hanks and Family <laughs> <laughs> I said my favorite Tom Hanks movie was Big. Oh, that was your official statement. My bad. Yeah. What's your favorite Tom Hanks movie? Forrest Gump. Easy. <laughs> Forrest Gump? Well, easily. I've seen it too many times. I don't care. I've seen it a hundred times. And I watched it one time and fell asleep. I had to wake up and watch the whole thing over again because I disrespected the greatest film of all time. <sighs> Our greatest Tom Hanks film. Okay, Tom Hanks, he does great movies. Like you, I'm not saying it's a bad yeah. movie. I've just seen it 10,000 times. And yeah. So, like, I'm okay on it. Band of, not Band of Brothers. What was that? World War Two movie. Brothers in Arms? No. Wasn't Brother Fucking hell. <laughs> no. You're thinking of Black Hawk Down. Saving Private Ryan. Damn, it was close. Yeah. Saving Private Ryan. Uh, just yeah. another military movie I knew. And I liked it the first time I watched it, and then I was forced to watch it almost every other year in fucking like history class. Isn't Matt Damon in that one? It burned. Yeah, they, the teachers burnt me up. Because every time I watch it now, it's like it feels like an assignment. 
I never saw it, so. Hmm. Really? You've no, never no, seen, no. You've never seen some. I say, sorry, I don't mean I never saw it. I saw it once and I thought it was okay. Like it. Yeah, it's all right. I'm not a big war movie person. <laughs> yeah. Like I see them and like they're always enjoyable, but they're never. They're, they're never something depressing. I seek out. Cause yeah, yeah. depressing. I will tell you, I watched Black Hawk Down way too many times. That was a pretty cool movie, though. <laughs> yeah, that one was pretty interesting. What's his name? Josh Hartnett. Was, that was like one of his Josh last Hartnett. movies. Yeah, and he dipped out. Um, well, Joe Vars Volcano, the film opened up with a... Uh, like we did. You know, a couple title cards and Tom Hanks opened the door and he's immediately stepping into a muddy puddle. And all these workers of the somewhat factory mill are marching their way into work. This depressing parking lot of mud. And this is 1990. How did they get away with this? We were, uh, the entire parking lot. The, the entire parking lot is, is mud. And they're just walking into this fossil fuel monster of a factory in Pittsburgh. <laughs> I can assume Pittsburgh. I don't know. What do you think of the of the opening so far? He his name is Joe, and he works in a factory. Okay, but he doesn't press buttons, so he cannot be that rhyme. What? This is Joe. Hello, my name is Joe, and I work in a button factory. One day, my boss said, "Joe, are you busy?" I said, "No." He said, "Turn this button. Or press this button with your right hand, and so you got to press a button with your right." You know, you never did that as a kid. And then, like, it's the next time he's like, "The fuck Joe, are you talking about?" <laughs> you just—it's over your head. You're—you're you're just an idiot. No, Sorry. what are you talking about? It's a—it's a child thing. It's like I can't tell you now. No, I'm no. We're it's going That's, to the podcast. No, so then you have to tell me. I just me. can't believe you didn't know about it. I've never heard of this. I just told you ninety percent of it. Okay, what was the point of it? Is this a was this in it was PE? Just some, it was just something you did, <laughs> like the teacher did it, and it was something to just like basically just like waste the kids' energy, because you get them doing something, then you get them doing something else, and then you get them doing something with their foot, and then they got to do it with their whole body. And who was this teacher? I don't remember. Uh, you like not kindergarten. Remember. Okay, like who's your kindergarten, kindergarten teacher? Who's your I kindergarten don't remember. Miss Thompson. And another lady. Was it Miss Thompson, though? No, I didn't have Miss Thompson. She wasn't in kindergarten. Fuck Miss Thompson. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I think of the opening of Joe versus the Volcano, Eric. I, I'm literally watching a Pink Floyd music video. <laughs> like, as they, like, they march into the factory, and it's, like, over-the-top, like, practical effects, and it's like, we don't need no... You know, but it's work, so it's like factory settings. It's a whole depressing, like the lights whenever he goes in are all shitty and flickery. But yeah, if you put a if you put the wall album on top of this, that's what you're getting. <laughs> I mean, rearrange some shit because the movie gets yeah. lighter from here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but we don't need no mind control. He stepped like he's having a bad day. He steps into a puddle, and then he gets inside the crappy workplace. And then he steps in another puddle. Like, 
Have you ever got, have you ever gotten wet at work and had to work in wet clothes all day? The wet That's socks. That's the worst. Yeah, the cl- wet clothes is one thing, but when your socks are wet, oh my god, dude, you don't have a dry pair with you. You can't just like, oh, I'm gonna go home and put on yeah. a new pair of socks. Who plans ahead like that? I, I wake up 30 minutes before work, hop in the shower, and shower it up yeah. for 10 minutes, and get my ass out the door. And your shoes I, yeah. wet. Who gets two pairs of socks? Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Mm. And he works That's at man. a he works at a factory that does medical or surgical tools. Yeah, he does. He works in a factory that does surgical tools. And it's such cool. a grungy fact. Like, oh yeah, it's not gross. It's petroleum just grungy. <laughs> like it's like it's clearly just like weathered and just gross. And you got the lights in his office. It's a depressing life. And then I'm comfortably numb. I would be sick too. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's horrible. Yeah, yeah. He puts his hat on top of that uh, the coat rack. <laughs> just yeah, the bing. There's nothing's going right. He's having a shitty, shitty day. And you come to find out that he has a lot of shitty, shitty days in this little factory. He's a <laughs> lovable main character. He's just a man that's down on his luck. And his boss is... Who is his boss? His boss is a man from a film I like called The Addams Family. He is? Yeah. You don't remember him in The Addams Family? Yeah, why remember him in The Addams Family? Yeah, that's what I... It's like the main thing, but he's in a lot of stuff. Oh, he's in a ton of stuff. I just... What is his name? How would you like to walk up that zigzag walkway when you go to work oh it's just the whole thing is really just oddity like it's yeah the creepiest hallway it kind of looks like the matrix (laughs) it is like bizarro land like i'm telling you if you ever seen the movie the wall that's what like the kids go through yeah and they're cranking them out into a meat grinder and that's what you see is like you gotta eat the meat. Yeah. <laughs> How can you have your pudding if you haven't had any meat? <laughs> oh, that lady's face. Oh, but yeah, his boss is basically Carla's husband. Fucking cheers. And, and this is, I guess this is set in Boston because where this is. everybody knows your name. It never says where dun, it's from. Dun, I don't think dun. it does the whole time. I don't remember. No, I don't remember where it says, but I'm just going to pretend that this is what Carlos' just... husband does for a living. <laughs> just goes in and just he's, because that's how obnoxious he kind of is in the show. So <laughs> he's doing that. I don't want to have this argument with you again. No, no. Yes, we'll have this argument. And, you know, he kept doing stuff like that. Oh, he... <sighs> did you notice on the factory? On the factory wall, when the camera's panning, it says home of the rectal thermometer. Yes. 712,000 satisfied customers. Like, there's nothing about this place. There's no... If OSHA came to this workplace, they'd shut them down. They don't have adequate lighting. I'm personally, like, you know, I kind of want to visit this place. This is, like... Tim Burton shit right here. Like, this is a strange movie, and this is what I'm walking into. And then Tom Hanks walks into, you know, the office with, you know, Carlo's husband, who's screaming at the phone and having dumb arguments with someone on the you know, other end. 
and you get to see a dark-haired Meg Ryan. Now, this is the game I want to play with you this week, Eric. Which Meg Ryan is hotter now? <laughs> <laughs> Brown-haired Meg Ryan is kind of, you know, flirty, you know, secretary, and she's, you know, smart. She's trying her best. She's flirty. She's kind of trying. Okay, okay, yeah, she's really she's not. She's quirky. She's quirky. She's a quirky, you know, secretary. But she sympathizes with him, you know. She tells him, you know, hey, you know, we have 36 catalogs we need to sell. And he's like, well, I don't have any catalogs, Tom Hanks tells her. Well, <laughs> sucks. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yeah, and then, like, as soon as she walks out of the room, like, Carlo's husband walks right back through that door <laughs> and starts screaming at him, what do you mean you haven't had any catalogs? He's like, I told you we need catalogs two weeks ago. Well, you told me two weeks ago. Did you tell me last week? No. Well, there you go. Now this is your fault. <laughs> but you can never be, like, to a manager, you can't be right. Like, nothing you say no. is right. Because literally... He could have been like, I told you yesterday. It's like, well, did you tell me before it was due? Would you remind me? Like, you can't win. You know. If he wants to make it your fault, it's your fault. Yeah. I just, uh, we've all had shitty, like, managers. Eric, who's your shittiest manager? Oh, there's got to be one that sticks out of your head. I've never had a shitty manager. I had a manager that was like an asshole. But I've never had, like, a shitty manager. Like, there was one guy I didn't get along with. But then me and him, like, had it out, like, had words one day. Like, nothing major. Just, like, it's like, what do you want? Like, you're pissing me off. It's like, you don't make any sense. What's your deal? <laughs> I'm tired of it. And then he, like, stopped after that. <coughs> but I've never had, I've never had it truly just, like, I hate this guy. Fuck him. I've never had anybody on that level. Like, I, like, yeah, I literally haven't had anybody on that level. I feel like just like, ugh. <laughs> ah, yeah, no. Okay. Bro, that's some good work experiences, apparently. Surprising. I, yeah, no, I had, not I had, about it. I had a number, like, the worst one, easily, those always stuck out, is the guy's name was fucking Richard. And he had a real scratch in his voice, and he was kind of like, Hey, how you doing, buddy? You know, he talked like that. And he used to fucking piss me off, because he did shit just like this guy. Just like Carlo's husband. <laughs> just to Tom Hanks. Because he would always, like, call you. He knew when you were asleep. He always call you first thing in the morning. Hey, I'm looking at the pill from last night, and uh, I seem to be missing a, a receipt. And I'd be like, yeah, no, Richard's right there in the back. And he'd instantly have it. Like, right fucking in front of him. Oh, well, here it is. My bad for waking you up. And hang up on you. <laughs> Just like, motherfucker. But he did that so often because I think he was always not looking for a... Like he was just looking for someone to mess with or talk to. He was just fucking asshole. He was a big fat dude too. He was balding, and he always kept telling us that he made so much more money at home than this tiny little convenience store. And I guess we kind of believed him. Like he said, he fixed computers and stuff like that. He was full of shit because he constantly worked at this little convenience store. 
still works at many convenience stores apparently. But he uh he'd one time had they had like camera with audio. <laughs> and me and uh the my buddy who I worked with mm. were making fun of him because <laughs> he's just such a prick. And like, I'm Richard, I'm a fat ass motherfucker. <laughs> he he called us into a meeting, he was like, What have y'all called me a fat ass motherfucker? <laughs> <laughs> and like we had to try so hard not to fucking burst in laughter. <laughs> like whoa, whoa, whoa! What are you talking about? Don't call me a fat ass motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> so in the course of the conversation of Joe with his boss, <laughs> uh, his boss is chewing him out, and he's like, "Well, boss, I got to go back to the doctor." Apparently something is wrong with Tom Hanks. You can kind of tell just based on the synopsis of the movie that Tom Hanks is a hypochondriac. He looks like shit. Like he's all pale. His hair's all weirdly long. Yeah, he's got long hair, which is an odd Tom Hanks to see. Yeah. Uh, But you find out he's got to go to the doctor. He's trying to figure out what's wrong with him. And after the argument... Even trying to take time to go to the doctor. Yeah, but he's always at the doctor, so I can understand of supervisors like frustrations over that. <laughs> yeah. Me, you got to go back to the doctor. Like I think I'm dying. Like I'm gonna need to go to the doctor more than once. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, but yeah, he's a hypochondriac though, so. Yeah, whatever. But he goes to the doctor, and then the doctor. What does the doctor tell him, Eric? What does the doctor tell him? He's perfectly fine. He's he doesn't? His... Yes, he does. He says everything's fine except for one small thing. Oh, yes. He said you've got this cloud, and he's got this brain cloud, and that's what's going to kill him. He's going to die in like six months or eight months or whatever. Like they, It's ambiguous, but like he's not going to live long. Yeah. Um. So he's gonna. Do die. you think a doctor would diagnose really diagnose with you some stupid like that? It's quite possible. You don't okay. know. You're not a I doctor. Know. I don't know. So did the doctor lie to him? Because we never get to that point in the movie. Did he lie to him? No, that's what they saw. He just. <laughs> but do you recognize the doctor? I don't recognize. Well, do I? Who's the doctor? The doctor is the guy from uh, Unsolved Mysteries. He was from Unsolved Mysteries. He's the host from Unsolved Mysteries. Oh, tell so me about was, like, Unsolved people Mysteries. People that get abducted and stuff like that or whatever. Oh, yeah. But he'd like tell the story, like the like a synopsis of like, here's the setup. And then they'd have like the actor scene of like what happened. And then it was like, they got abducted or they just disappeared. And then it's like the body was never. And then like it would cut back to him and he would like give you the conclusion to it. <laughs> They always throw in it like a funny pun or something like that. Well, I guess that body's gone for good. <laughs> no, <laughs> he wasn't NCI- NCIS or anything like that. No, what was the? Uh, it was the dude from Ripley's Believe It or Not, because he'd always do that. It's like these two sisters are born with heads. I guess Dean they're Kane? yeah, something Fucking like that. He would always do that. He would always do that. The pun. I guess that girl drowned or something like that. That's not a pun. That's just what happened. (laughs) 
Well, but yeah, I, I can't believe you didn't recognize. But yeah, this mm-hmm. is like the only movie I, I, I think never, he's ever never, like yeah. only movie I know he's in. Okay, I've never seen. I'm nope. I don't think I've watched that version. Of course, they exist, but I don't think I've ever watched that yeah, version. Unsolved Mysteries. If you watch it, he's the he's the uh, the host. Mm-hmm. He's got a very distinct voice. And it's very yeah. Well, it's such a hard voice not to recognize immediately. Okay, I guess I missed that time. Uh, good old Tom Hanks. Once he's done with the doctor and finds out he's dying in six months, he uh, walks outside and. Again, kind of just a weird set. This, like, the brick, like, solid red wall is strange as fuck. But as the camera pans out, a boy and his great dame walk up, and Tom Hanks decides to pet it. Joe decides to love on the dog for a little bit. And then, again, that's all you hear is, like, Hey, you, staring at the wall naked by your phone, will you touch me? Hey, you. <laughs> still on the... Well, that's what I'm that's seeing in the movie. It's such a weird movie. It's, it's, yeah. It's, that it's, part of it, it's very dystopian. Very... Yeah. But then like, it's less weird as the movie progresses. Yeah, it's got a, this movie has a weird tone. Okay. That's kind of one of its issues, but it's, it's fairly entertaining. Mm-hmm. It's a very good little Jim, Tom Hanks movie. She'd never seen it. Yeah, and you know things are changing for Joe because earlier in the movie, at the beginning, there's a lady who steps on this daisy that was growing in the middle of the dirt pile of cement of the factory. The only And after Tom Hanks, you know, sees the doctor, he leaves the situation with the Great Dane, he walks by and he sees the daisy and picks it back up, thus symbolizing a changed man. He's looking at things sunnier. He's looking at things brighter. Things are changing. He sees a shitty boss being a shitty boss again. Everyone looking depressed. He was in brown hair again. What was her? What was Meg Ryan's name? I don't remember what the secretary's name was offhandedly. But it's Meg One. That's how I'd like to refer to her. Meg One. First Meg you see. First Meg Ryan. When they, I hate when movies do stuff like that. They play three yeah. characters. But yeah, no, whatever. She does good. She kind of like Eddie Murphy's this fucking role. What do you think of what do you think of Meg Ryan one? <laughs> she's quirky. She's uh she's a little different. Okay. Not particularly attractive. She's a little a little weird. Really? You're not attractive with the brown haired? No. They do a hmm. bad job with her wig, so it's <laughs> the hair's a little matted. That's a fucking good point there. I did not I realize that until just now. But she's wearing a wig. <laughs> well, yeah, and I was like, <laughs> because blonde Meg Ryan is like, hey man, blonde Meg Ryan's yeah, a cutie. Because that's her hair. Because <laughs> she looks normal. <laughs> you just did put, not realize that. Well, okay. Did I just like separate the movie and now everything? (laughs) Well, Eric, change your perspective. Yeah, change. Well, that's what's going on with Joe. Joe is all of a sudden he's got to change perspective on the world, and he's decided he's going to quit his job. And he pulls a mannequin's hand and starts knocking shit over and yells at his boss. What do you think of this "I quit" scene, Eric? I would love to quit like that. 
but it's definitely a way I'd like to quit. Basically, to tell everybody off. Tell them mm. it's a shitty company. I hate this place. I don't want to be here. Good luck. You have good. You have fun riding away. I'm gonna go uh, do something else. Cause fuck this. Yeah. Definitely, definitely a good way to to burn a lot of bridges. Mm. But uh, definitely a good way to feel good when you quit a place and you're just done. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I think. Uh, I mean, if you're gonna die, I mean, what? What's? What's? What, what was the no Chappelle? Repercussions? What was the Dave Chappelle movie? What was it? Not like up in smoke. Yeah, the dude. He get he gets on the. He works at like a fast food restaurant. He gets on the mic and he's like, "Fuck you, good fuck burger. you." That's not good burger. <laughs> Home of the Good Burgers. No, you're talking about a. I know what you're talking about. Just, baked. Uh, half baked. Half baked. Yeah, yeah, that was a good one. Never watched the movie. Sadly, I hear it's funny. Oh, it's a great movie. Yeah, I hadn't hadn't seen it. It's going on the list. Yeah. Um. Well. Half. <laughs> you watch? Are you making a list of movies to watch? Yeah. Well, the good part is right now, is my DVD player is restarting because it's being fucking stupid. Oh, I'm gonna move along here. It's not much really happens for a while. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, still, it's that's what it's it's it has some setup. It goes yeah, for a minute. The first thirty minutes, my favorite part of the movie. Okay, so Tom Hanks after he quits, he does this like. So Tom Hanks, in the middle of I Quit, he asked Meg Ryan, number one, out on a date. Is, is that how would you like to go out, too? <laughs> yeah, that's perfect. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Then, I'm, like, then I'm, gonna, I'm gonna bang fuck, your secretary. <laughs> it's like, fuck you. I hate you. I'm done with this place, but I'm gonna go out with her, and I'm gonna do her, because I hate you, and she's pretty hot right now. So let's go. So let's go. That's that's a good way like, to quit. We're gonna go on a date. I wanted to ask you on a date. We're going. Yeah. And now that's where I hope this movie was going. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. But then I have to watch this movie in a different light sometimes because he goes on a date with Meg Ryan, and he just all of a sudden because the world has changed, his like mind is like you know open, and he's like, I'm gonna die in six months. I'm gonna make every second count, and then Meg like Ryan. Everybody's had that moment. Yeah, yeah. Meg Ryan is like, all right, I'm, I'm into this dude. I'm in love with this dude, and they go home. They're making out, and what does Tom Hanks fucking do? Cock blocks himself. <laughs> hey, I'm dying in six months, and she's just like, whoa. Hey, I am. Tell you I am not committed to this. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Done. Hey, I'm going to die in six months. Did she think he had AIDS? She compl- She was all about it, and then it's like, whoa. Yeah, she didn't even ask. She's like, what? No. She's like, I can't deal with this. Yeah, this is like too much. And he's like, oh, okay. Like, I'm the one dying, bitch. And the- Fuck. I mean, he probably shouldn't have told her everything. Let's be honest. Yeah, that was a, that was a bit much to lay down on somebody. It was. He probably just one. kept lying. But then that's not the movie we're watching here, Eric. 
because makes it, sense. That's it how makes he, sense. He, he, that's how he has to lose Meg 1. That's how he has to lose Meg 1. You're right. She's and, too uh, soft. She's not ready. I guess we will not be giving Meg 1 a rose to make it to the next round. But Tom Hanks does wake up, and the devil himself walks into his house. <laughs> I love this dude. He's one of my favorite actors. I, you know what? I, I recall him in many things, but off the top of my head, Eric, you're going to have to feed me what else he's in. He always plays like the weird guy. Like he, uh, yeah, he was hot, in hot shots. shots. Yeah, <laughs> hot shots. He's the general in hot shots. And that's what he play. He always plays like the kind of strange. Wow. His name, his, his name is Lloyd Bridges. Yeah. Yeah, he's in both Hot Shot movies. He's in the airplane movie. He always plays like a weird zany. Yeah, I think Hot Shots is probably my favorite one. Is it? <laughs> I had my intestines replaced with a. With a bunch of hay or something like that, whatever. He always has Have my eardrums replaced. I like when he has a lightsaber fight with Saddam Hussein. Hush, it's part to do. Uh, gummy bears and sprinkles. Gummy bears and sprinkles. <laughs> gummy bears. Gummy bears. Sprinkles. I'm, I'm like, I'm not a huge, I'm not a huge parody fan. Like parody movies to me are just like. That movie, like, uh, that one, the both of those movies are pretty damn funny, because they get Terminator Two at some point. Oh yeah, Saddam Hussein turns into the <laughs> the T one thousand. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it is. For, as far as parody movies go, that's a great movie, and that's why he's part of that movie. And it's so amazing. So but it, in my mind, that's what he always plays those weird characters. And I'm I'm still invested, and we're like 30 minutes in this movie. I'm like, okay, this is kind of a weird one. Uh, I could care less about Tom Hanks' romance life. That's just reality. And now but then we I get the plot of the movie. Yeah. And then Lloyd Bridges walks in, and I'm like, I'm back in it. Like, okay, here we go. And he basically makes a deal with Joe. To what, Eric? He makes a deal with Joe to jump into a volcano. <laughs> it is the most insane. <laughs> It's such a great plot point. Because it's like, he basically goes, you know what, your life's been shit. I'm gonna dying anyway. However long you live is going to be the greatest it'll ever be. And what I need from you is in like two weeks is a volcano I need you to jump into. And this is tribe that's there and I need these minerals because apparently they're using everything. <laughs> it's, such, it's such a great cartoony... Like out there, it's so Set stupid. Up. It's like, and, and then it, it then like it from here, it's I like, need oh you my, to jump into a volcano. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he needs what? to sacrifice himself. Yeah, what? <laughs> so, I got six months to live, and I got two weeks to live. But he's like, I'm for it. He's yes man before you yes man. Yeah, I mean, hell, if your life's in that kind of shambles, yeah, it's like, okay, we're finally in the plot. And then that's when we meet Ozzy Davis plays Marshall. He is the limo driver because Tom Hanks has taken the deal and now he's going to go and buy some clothes. And that's a good scene right there, actually, because 
Marshall sits there and you know he's driving him, and Tom Hanks is like, "Hey, can you take me where to buy clothes?" And he's like, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, nope. <laughs> you asking me to tell you buy clothes? I spent my entire life trying to figure out who I was, what you dress, and how you dress is who you are, and I ain't got time to figure anything else out." <laughs> I, yeah, I, it's hard enough to figure myself out. I don't have time to try to figure you out or whatever. He, he tells Tom Hanks come up here and sit with him, and then they finally go to a clothes store. I like the scene. It's a good scene. Like that's yeah. it, it's it's a uh, it's whimsical. It's like rolling a dice every scene. Yeah, it's it's it, it boxers. It goes from weird to like normal to like zany plot point. It's like this. Okay, he wants you to jump into a volcano for this try. <laughs> but I, I love. Yeah, I love. I see the ending coming. That's clearly the end of the movie. <laughs> that's Joe versus the volcano. Okay. I love Ozzy Davis. Do you know who Ozzy Davis is? Ozzy Davis. He, he Marshall. He looked familiar, but I couldn't place him. Uh, okay, well, he's in some big movies, but none of those are what matter. I'm not really a big Ozzy Davis fan. I mean, he does great in this movie here, but the only other movie I've seen him in was Bubba Hotep. Have you ever seen Bubba Hotep? No. That's one of those, like, Movies yeah, it's I a never... B movie. It stars Bruce Campbell and he's Elvis Presley. Because back in the day when Elvis was like, he was tired of being Elvis, he wanted a break because he was too popular. He makes a contract with the best impersonator he's ever seen to switch places for a little while. Well, Bruce Campbell, his his Elvis accidentally blows up his uh, his trailer. How's all the paperwork? And the make believe the, you know, the Elvis impersonator ended up choking on like a hot, or you know, he died in Memphis. <laughs> so Elvis, this entire time, has been living in a nursing home in Texas. Yeah. The other person who lives in the nursing home it is played by Ozzy Davis. He's JFK. <laughs> <laughs> And the way the CIA covered up JFK's assassination is they painted him black. <laughs> <laughs> and the the nursing home gets haunted by a mummy. It's still it's it's a it's funny. It's a good movie. It's a movie that makes a lot of sense. Clearly, oh, it's it's so out there. And like yeah, he you like go into uh, JFK's room and he's got the whole like JFK like grassy knoll set up and he's like trying to figure out the angles <laughs> it's just a senile old man it's awesome so elves and jk hook up to go take down a mummy <laughs> oh no i've not seen that now it sounds entertaining well tom hanks gets uh he gets some new clothes thanks to ozzy davis thanks to marshall he's he wearing it yeah yeah mayor night he gets cleaned up, and he looks like Tom Hanks as we know him. I kind of like, gr- I was getting used to grungy Tom Hanks, and then they cleaned him up, and now he looked like regular Tom Hanks from Big again. I really thought that he was going to have that hair the whole time. I thought he was, too. For, the, for when it was shot, I was like, it looks terrible, but okay. Yeah, and then they cleaned him up, and he's got that, you know, fur ball he, <laughs> Tom Hanks always has. Yeah, it looks clean on him. I mean, it looks clean, but I mean, it just, if me and you try to like pull that look off, I don't know. Can I, I, I look? Think, 
no, just a I, bushel I of pubes. <laughs> I don't, I don't know our what that is. Our hair too straight. He has curly. He has a he's little got, bit of curl to it. He's like a sponge. It's bizarre. It's always been bizarre. I mean, it's different in Forrest Gump. My name is Forrest. Forrest Gump. <laughs> <laughs> What's your name? I'm sorry I interrupted your Black Panther party. I've seen the movie so many times. Oh, that's great. All right. I must have drank about 10 or 12 of those Dr. Pepper. <laughs> I've really got to pay. I think he's got to pay. <laughs> I believe man said he's got to pay. Oh. Dude, he was an amazing running back. I can't believe everybody <laughs> forgot about him. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, he, I think all he was was a... It had to be something else, you would think. Remember, he was just a kick returner. That's all they had to do was hand the ball to him. And run, Forrest, run! <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know, what year would that have been? Mayor Bryant. Was that the 60s? I think so, yeah. 60s or well, cause, 70s. Yeah, because he went to Vietnam right after that. So it was like, there had to be a professional football league, wasn't there? Yeah, the NFL was around. Was it? Yeah. He went to Vietnam. During Vietnam. Really? Okay, Super Bowl is in what? 53 years. Do 53 minus here. So we're in 2021. So that's going to be 30, 10, 11, 10, 9. So you're talking... Yeah, the NFL started in like the early 60s or late 60s. No way. Formerly, it's been under other names, but founded in 1920. Canton, Ohio. Boom. Wow. So how come he didn't get drafted? He didn't get drafted by the Army. He just like, son, you should go serve your country. He's like, okay. <laughs> but. Oh, then this is where I kind of almost lost interest for a little while because then he goes through this like pretty yeah, this, woman makeover. Like <laughs> this part's not as entertaining as I wanted it to be. Like, no, this is where it kind yeah, of loses. It's like okay, it built up some steam for me. Yeah, and then like he, and you go through this buying spree, and I thought it was gonna be funnier. I thought there was gonna be like more yeah. entertainment to it. It's just kind of like. Eh. He goes to a bar and like, you know, he's kind of awkwardly there and he's drinking martinis and it's like, okay, buying ties and it's just, yeah, it, it kind of bored me. It really did. And then he goes to a really nice hotel that's not his, you know, room. Here's a fun fact because next scene he, after this montage and all this little adventure stuff that I would do with a lot of money. It's a, it's about as boring as if you did this. It is. Like I, yeah. Yeah. The only thing, but there's a setup because he buys the luggage that's like this amazing traveler's luggage. There is the, uh, yeah, so he buys the, the amazing traveler's <laughs> luggage. Here's a fun fact. And that's the setup. So Meg Ryan plays three characters, right? Mm-hmm. Meg Ryan plays Meg Ryan, brown hair, brunette. Meg yes. Ryan plays redhead, and Meg Ryan plays blonde hair. Did you know she also is the voice of the intercom on the American Airlines plane? I know I didn't, but now that you say that, I can probably hear it. Yep. Just a fun fact. I found her on IMDb. 
So Meg Ryan actually had four roles in this. That is on Eddie Murphy level. You think she makes like all the money for it? Like she got four times the money? I, this was kind of her earlier films. I can't really think outside of the three films she's done with Tom Hanks. She did the Crow Affair. Never saw it. She Okay, I know she was married to Dennis Quaid for a long time. And Dennis Quaid, like, she cheated on him with, like, Russell Crowe. <laughs> okay. And the Crow something Crow Affair. It was a movie that she did with Russell Crowe. Thomas Crown Affair. Yeah, and then Dennis and then Dennis Quaid and Meg Ryan's son is uh, the kid off of The Boys. You've seen The Boys, haven't you? The boy, yeah. Yeah. So I was trying to think of the other movie. We yeah, have another Boys. Yeah, the kid on The Boys. Uh, his name is Jack Quaid. Meg Ryan and Jack Quaid's son is is Huey on The Boys. Then we get to be introduced to Redhead, Meg Ryan number two. Meg Ryan number two is kind of fancy, wears some provocative outfits, is a smoker, Eric. And Meg Ryan number three is fucking weird. (laughs) She is talking about wanting to kill herself, death. She's bonkers as all get out. What do you think of redheaded Meg Ryan? Uh, she's a little annoyed. She's like, I mean, he like gets interested in her, but she's annoyed. Like she's the stereotypical, like great on your nerves person. Like she just constantly talks and she complains about like da 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 da. da. Like she, <laughs> she's one of those people that complain about you, complain to you like as a customer. Like if she has a complaint, she's gonna talk to you for fifteen minutes. And tell you about her complaint. Even though it didn't take that long to even tell you what it was. But she's going to tell you about it for 15 minutes. Yeah. Before you can just be like, you got to breathe. You got to breathe at some point. You got to breathe. Yeah. Okay. I don't like redheads. I'll tell you that. They're uh, always real bitchy in my personal opinion. So no, I uh, don't like redheaded Meg Ryan. Now, if she were... now, if this Meg Ryan dyed her hair black and she was kind of freaky or something, I'm down. Freaky? <laughs> like black nails? <laughs> she, she's dark. She's got red flags all over her. And then, like, after their little date, they go sit on the bridge or the ledge or lover's lane or whatever. And she's just like, oh, I'm always thinking about death. I want to die. I want to cut myself. And it was just like she wanted to kill herself. And the guy... Joe was kind of like, hey, no, life's worth living for. I mean, I'm about to die in two weeks by jumping in a volcano. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I got, you want to talk about some darkness? <laughs> just... Yeah, doesn't she talk incessantly? Sorry. No, she talks constantly. But it's just, she's just real dark and morbid. Wow. I mean, that's just kind of who she is, I suppose. But at the end of the conversation, was, once oh, I missed Joe, her. Yeah, Joe, Joe, Joe try kind. Of, Joe takes her, talks her off the ledge, though. Basically, kind of like she's, oh, I want to kill myself. But Joe's like, no, life's <laughs> worth living. I'm about to jump in a volcano, and then Stay she on. just kind of like I'll meet you hmm. there. Yeah, and then he does the impossible, in my opinion, because she is like wanting this. 
She's got a sparkly bra outside of this ginormous open window dress thing. A lovely spring ensemble for a strip club. And he tells her, after her little cry, her little, he's, she's talked off the ledge. She's basically like, want to go back to my place? And Joe's like, no. <laughs> he cocks blocks himself for a second time. Man's got standards. That's pretty impressive. Like, yeah, you, you have two weeks to live, and you turn that down. Uh, art is, <laughs> she has the most amazing art, though. You must admit. The amazing art? Yeah, her art. She painted the same picture three times. It's, oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> yeah, she literally paints the exact same picture three times and puts this as a scene. And it's like as if she had just practiced painting the same picture three times because it just gets better as you go down. She's got this like Helen Bonham Carter like personality to her. I like Helen Bonham Carter. Helen Bonham who? Helen Bonham, you know, the, she's like in every Johnny Depp and Tim Murray movie. That's what she's coming off like. She's got these oh, glasses yeah, in the middle yeah, of, yeah. yeah. I didn't know what's her name. I mean, that's I didn't. Yeah. Helen Bomber Carter, she's the Bellatrix from, uh, from Harry Potter. Oh, I always think of uh, uh from uh, Fight Club. Yeah, she's from Fight Club. Yeah, that's she, that's that's, that's the movie. role I always think of. Yeah, that's a good movie. Mm-hmm. She's a freak in that one, but yeah, she, I like her. She's always really good. She always but... plays the weird, creepy. I bet in real life she's like super conservative and like. She just like lives like a very clean like I like a like normal a person. White, yeah, but when she goes kid. outside, <laughs> she was like a little like white pomeranian. She like... <laughs> she lives very, very high class. But when she yeah, yeah when she's got to go to events, she's just oh, I'm weird and quirky and weird. <laughs> it's a hundred percent a character. Yeah, I good for her. That's pretty smart if that's the case. If we crack that, if we crack that code, code, I'm just like, oh, my bad. <laughs> it's a hundred percent an act. Everything about her, nothing's real. So Tom Hanks puts on this very wackadoo like safari outfit, and then we're finally introduced to Meg Ryan, number three, the blonde-haired Meg Ryan, as redhead Meg Ryan introduces Joe to her because. Blonde Meg Ryan is... What is she doing? She's like a hostess on the boat. What is... What do you call that? What position is that? She's the first skipper? <laughs> a hostess on the boat? No. She's just like greeting him on the boat. Yeah, but that's what Blonde Meg Ryan, she goes with him on the boat. And she's like the, I don't know, skipper? I don't know what she, she does. She works on the boat? She works on the boat, Yeah. But you telling me you didn't watch this movie? No, I've seen this movie. So why didn't you watch it? <laughs> I did watch it. I just don't remember that's what she did. Nah, that's yeah, that's what she, I don't know what her particular job is on this boat. But they take this boat and you know, say goodbye to Redhead Meg Ryan. What are your final thoughts about Redhead Meg Ryan? I feel like she was gonna be fine. If Mr. Tom Hanks talks you off the cliff, that you never go back to that cliff. <laughs> he just lifts you up. I feel like he could have a conversation with you and you just feel like the rest of your life would just be amazing. 
<laughs> well, I'm glad he. I'm glad he waited. He saved himself, this virgin. Because uh, as he like, set sail, Tom Hanks throws a stupid little safari hat in the water. I don't know why was he wearing the safari outfit, Eric. Because he's going on safari, he has to go to an island. That's what you wear. Yeah, you wear. You've seen. You wear Ace shorts. Ventura, you've seen Ace Ventura too. I'm seeing it. It's that's what the... that's what everybody wears on the island. Whenever you go to on safari, uh, everybody I wears do that in a safari in Africa. Wears... <laughs> because that okay, but then the next scene he's, you do for he gets a, he gets appropriate clothing in the next that's scene. That's 90s safari wear. But yeah, you kind of lose interest in a good portion of this. Yeah, see, and then it gets slow again because like that's the love story part. Like it, it's yeah. choppy because it it goes from like. Good scene and interesting to like the love scene part of yeah. it. It's, it's just badly integrated. Yeah. It's, I don't know. I haven't Maybe seen any of the other movies. Ride. Ride. I didn't think she worked on the boat. But then they almost die on the boat. Yeah. They get washed up on the shore. And they get saved by his amazing luggage that he bought. If he hadn't bought such amazing <laughs> luggage, they wouldn't have been survived. You're right, and that's why he spent the money. That's really good. But yeah, you get you. It's the you love story just. For. The love story drags the movie. That's that was the real bad that. part. Yeah, and then what was interesting was the Mortal Combat like green mist <laughs> that blows over the boat before they crash. Yeah. <laughs> that's when it was kind of like, oh, we're getting weird again. But they hit that storm. And you're kind of, but the, the, that was my thing. Was like the love story drug me down to the point where I almost didn't care about the storm part. And yeah, yeah then they're saved by that luggage that you keep speaking of. <laughs> it's amazing luggage, dude. Like it literally, they're floating on it, and he's like, "Oh yeah, my yeah. stuff in here. Hold on, yeah." Can we get- but you, then you get back into it, and then that's the the kind of the weird part that you miss throughout the middle of the movie, because he like. Crafts himself a raft with this amazing luggage. <laughs> it's quirky. It's the best. Yeah. Like, He's if, got you don't catch, if you don't catch that part of it, it's not as funny. No, yeah. It's because so they don't funny. bring it up again. Like he just literally <laughs> is in it, and it's like it's their boat little raft, and like <laughs> it's got all his little gadgets that he bought. He's like, hold on, I'm Inspector Gadget. Hold on. And like a gentleman. The only water bottle he has, he can he gives all the water to Meg Ryan, number three. Because at some point or another, they fell in love on the boat. <laughs> sort <Yeah>. of. <laughs> they had their moment on the boat. They were eating in dinner and they, like, had vibes. There's one celebrity you could get stuck on a uh, ginormous luggage raft with. <laughs> Who would that celebrity be? Okay, am I trying to get saved? I figured you will at some point. Well, no, no. Is is this? Is am I trying to survive? Oh, I'm trying to survive. There's a okay. big difference of people that I want with me. Okay, you're in this. You're in the same scene. You're Joe in this. I'm Joe. You're Joe. I'm you're Joe in this scene right here. But you can pick any celebrity. Be on a raft with. Can't pick John Goodman. 
No, I want Michael Phelps because I feel like he could be like the motorboat behind me. <laughs> like if you just kick hard enough, Michael, we can do this. <laughs> and he just motorboat us to safety. Wow, that's a really smart idea. <laughs> I don't even know what my answer was going to be it. because you, you just you Think stumped about it. <laughs> you stumped me. I'm like, wow, you're right. Who's the okay? Well, who's the Olympic swimmer <laughs> that like that like <laughs> made this like hero story? I, I, Ryan Lochte. Like, Ryan Lochte. <laughs> he wasn't as good a swimmer. You don't want him. Yeah. Well, well, if I can't have if I can't have Michael Phelps, I'll pick him. <laughs> He's still a swimmer. Right but now. just but just like the whole time, I gotta like just watch my back. <laughs> they shouldn't pull some shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, like, I know Tom Hanks is like playing music and like serenading the passed out Meg Ryan. I mean, he has a rolled up, he has a miniature golf course and his yeah. a putting green. None so. of that would happen with me and Ryan Lockett. <laughs> I wouldn't just have like, to worry about it. Yeah, I just making worry weapons. About him just. <laughs> <laughs> the miniature golf course, though, was awesome. <laughs> That's when I was like, "All right, now okay, now this movie's this movie's good. Okay, yeah. we're, we're good." Oh man, if we could just get rid of all the love story part, yeah, I'd like okay, this movie would, it's been all right. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I think they were afraid that he couldn't pull a movie on his own. Yeah, because it could have been a pretty funny like it could have been him and a buddy. Yeah, and it would have been a better movie. I don't know because like their love story part is just so pushed. Well, here, this is interesting, too. I, I think he was on drugs. He started seeing constellations. At one well, point. but that he has that epic, like, moon. It's, like, rising from the ocean. And, like, he's like, ah! It's like this epic shot. Like, every time you Google Joe versus the volcano, you'll see the moon shot. Even in the poster behind him is the moon shot. It's a cool picture. It's cool. If, if I could have a picture of me, that'd be the coolest. I don't know how you could see the moon that big. Uh, and that like, luggage. Be. The luggage so easily, like, balanced. <laughs> it's perfect. It's the best luggage ever. It's the best raft. You, you get better than a raft. <laughs> carries all your shit. It's waterproof. If you get stuck in the ocean, fucking think about it. Jack and fucking Leonardo DiCaprio, Jack and Rose are trapped on a door. These guys. Oh have yeah, <laughs> they had some luggage. If they had bought some better luggage, they might have both survived. Think about it. <laughs> Samsonite. <laughs> Slippy, slappy. Sl- <laughs> Samsonite luggage. You think the Samsonite company with all their like, get, their get rich crazy scheme like made a whole bunch more of the same luggage? No, it looks like my luggage. Uh, I gotta invest in some new luggage. That's this is what that's encouraged me. Yeah, I'm investing in some new luggage. Next time you fly, in case you fly over water, you need another. <laughs> Oh. Grab on to your cushion for the flotation <laughs> device. Not fuck that. <laughs> Grab my luggage real quick. 
Oh man. I wanna survive. <laughs> so as Joe finally they're saved by the savages on the volcano island they're finally floated to. Do you recognize one of the uh, native warriors? Nathan Lane was one of the warriors. Yeah. What's your favorite Nathan Lane movie? Lion King. He was in Lion King? He's Pumbaa. Oh, damn. No, he's the voice of Timon. Oh, yeah, Timon, sorry. No, Pumbaa <laughs> was the other guy. I'm sorry, they're, they're both, like, famous, but, like, not in a lot of things. Yeah. He was a mouse hunt. Yeah, mouse hunt. I kind of remember that movie. Birdcage. But the birdcage is the good one because it's Robin Williams. And I, man, Eric, we got to watch a Robin Williams movie movie soon, sir. Got to be honest with you. I think I've seen everything he's done. I've seen a lot. Everything he's done. Yeah. Movies and TV shows. I like Nathan Lane, and that's a pretty cool like cameo scene for him in this in this story. He's a savage. He brings him in. He's kind of funny, and like everything I've seen him in, I laugh, so it's good. I love Nathan Lane. He cracks me up. Yeah. Everything he's in, he's pretty good. Like he's always pretty. He was in the Adams family. He's always like exaggerative and like larger than life. Yeah, he was in the Adams, Adams family. Adams, Adams family? family values. It was the sequel. What was he in the Adams Family Values? Was he a thing? Was he the hand? <laughs> but after Joe gets to the Highland Joe versus the volcano. He's tied to a lot of good movies. <laughs> yeah. Nathan Lane. Uh, and finally, it's like, hey, okay. And, and you have this like whole ritual scene, and they're basically buttering up Joe because they're about to... Sacrifice him in the volcano. What do you think of this entire like? They're sequence? buttering up their pig before they kill. <laughs> it's, it, it's like those cartoon scenes you see where they're like, "Oh man, I need to misinterpret what the what the, <laughs> the natives are doing." It, it's like just seasoning yeah. him and stuff like that. <laughs> like we're gonna make you good. We're going to eat you. What was that Mitch Hedberg joke? He's like, I like to go to like hotel pools. And- there's another guy in there. I like to turn the pool heat up. And then like I add like onions and carrots. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just we're like, just, hey man, simmer there for a while. <laughs> I mean, we just sit there for a while. <laughs> oh, dude, I miss Mitch Hedberg. I found him right before he passed, like a oh, year I- or two before it happened. I didn't find him until after he had died. And I remember, oh, that sucks. Yeah. Yeah. You ever had calamari? No. Okay. He gets a squid tossed in his face and I've never oh, had yeah. calamari. I've, oh, you know, I have. Uh, it just an octopus. It just tastes like a rubber band. It's not any good. Tastes like a rubber band. Yeah, I, I'm sorry, but I, I know I was at one of those buffet restaurant places. And I'm, yeah, I tried yeah. it. Just tasted like rubber band. I didn't. What about you? If you had any calamari? No. <laughs> Definitely no. I love the fact that all of the natives' uh, armor or like dress or whatever is all like trash. <laughs> it's all like coke cans and like whatever the crap they've like found 
It looked like the Ultimate Warrior too. The face paint. Yeah. Joe's about to jump into our volcano. I mean, it's finally we've been building to this. Like, and if you've gotten this far into the movie, you're like, I'm finally here. Is he really gonna? The love story is culminating. And and I'm gonna, I'm gonna be brutally honest with you. I just this is a this is an interesting movie. Very interesting. And but there's just certain parts of it because it starts off really weird and you're like, yeah, that's driving the movie. And then once you take that element out, I lose interest in it. But when it comes back, you're like, oh, here we go. And then it's gone again. <laughs> it's so frustrating. And we're finally kind of at the weird scene where they're at the Scooby Doo fucking island. <laughs> <laughs> it's great though. No, it's good. And it's finally, like, they are marching him up that, you know, Since that amusement not, park, like, volcano thing. They're not tied to any sort of real-world uh, natives, so they just are the most ridiculous natives. <laughs> they swing into the gongs and both fall off. <laughs> and the chief is just like, oh, my gosh. Like, yeah. shakes his head. Yeah. And they, and they uh, dress him up, too, and they give him a tuxedo, and they dress up his girl. <laughs> yeah, they're all dressed like, you, well, you're going to die tonight. Yeah. You're going to jump in this volcano. <laughs> you got to look nice. You got to look nice. <laughs> you got to look nice for our God. Lloyd Bridges, man, he funds this island because he, he wants the herbs and stuff. He wants the, he wants the minerals of the island. <laughs> yeah, all of these minerals. That's, what, that's the good zany part about it, but... It's, I don't know, it loses that, it loses that, and then it brings yeah. it back, and then it loses it, then it brings yeah. it, because this part's kind of crazy again. Yeah, and it's kind of fun, and then, Meg, hey, Meg Ryan's not bad looking. That's what I've discovered. Yeah, when she's young. Yeah, I I, I don't know she, what she really looks like now. She looks like uh, a lawyer, she looks like a lawyer later on in life to me, so I'm just like, eh. <laughs> I want a cool costume. I yeah, would be the cool dragon, whatever it is supposed to be that leads him up the mountain. <laughs> but we're finally gonna see Mr. Joe jump into our volcano. I want to wear that for next Halloween. I just don't know if anybody would ever recognize me at all. I wouldn't get a even a like. <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you? Like, you, you seen Joe Bush the volcano? <laughs> nope. <laughs> this guy is dressed like this. He's one of the natives on the island. <laughs> Whenever they're at the end of the movie, she got sure. that you saw that he's in the festival. Man, you went all out for that movie. If you could keep somebody, like, <laughs> standing there listening to you for that long. <laughs> they're like, I don't, I don't care anymore, dude. It took you too many sentences to get there. <laughs> so before Joe jumps in the volcano, before we're finally like, oh, as an audience, before we get cocked locked. Meg Ryan's like, no, we're going to get married. So get all your assets when you die. <laughs> get to get all your stuff, Joe. Your, his lamp. I <laughs> 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 really don't think we know that he owns. Oh. A car, I assume. <laughs> but she has to take all of his debt. Yeah. Uh-oh. Taxes. She's making a bad financial decision right here. She's not thinking about it. It's not realistic. Oh. 
But they get married. They get married right before they... Now, okay, now, does she want to jump in the volcano, too? Is that was, like, no, now we're married, so we're going to jump in the volcano together. Yeah. Now, is this where... This is Lord of the Rings. You think they got this from the Lord of the Rings? <laughs> this is before Lord of the Rings. Yeah, no, but Lord of the Rings came out in a book. It was the story. Yeah, but a long time people ago. that write movies don't read books. No, they don't. You know, every movie's stolen. No, they're all every original. Concept. They've never, ever written. They've never Just... listened or heard. They live in a bubble. This is this man's <laughs> original thoughts. I would like to bring up. An <laughs> <laughs> okay. What's your argument? Okay. You ever seen the Terminator? The Terminator? No. Are you talking about the one with the... The original Terminator with Arnold Schwarzenegger. You you had to have seen the original Terminator. The original. The one with Selma Hayek? (laughs) Linda Hamilton? I just like making it... I've seen you make that face when I confuse yeah, you. you. You you have seen the Terminator. Just tell me you've seen the Terminator. Yeah, I've seen the Terminator. Okay, hold on. Yeah, the one with Mark Wahlberg. Okay. Okay. Oh man, I gotta find it. Okay. Okay, I found it. Okay. Have you ever heard of Harlan Ellison? No. Yes, maybe. It's oh, that name sounds really familiar. He's he's like a Hollywood screenwriter, and he I think used to write shows for the Twilight Zone. He did, he did the one I remember is Saving Mr. Banks, which was the Disney movie. And I don't know if he got the writing credit for it, but he also used to write for fucking um, not Star Trek. What's that other sci-fi show they used to do? Stargate. Maybe I think it was Stargate. Stargate SG One, something like that. Yeah, he used to write episodes for them, and he's like so funny because they're like, they like he goes on this rant in a YouTube video, and it's gold. And they're like, "Hey, uh, we would like for you to come out and do uh, one of the behind the scenes extras interviews." Okay, well, how much are you gonna pay me? Well, everyone's doing it for free. Well, he's like, "That's their fucking problem." <laughs> <laughs> Because I get paid. Those guys are amateurs. <laughs> God dang. So they wouldn't pay him, so we wouldn't fucking do it. And he goes on this like 20-minute rant, and it's hilarious. But the why I tell you this is because we're seeing Joe, Ver- Joe versus the volcano. They're about to jump in a volcano. I'm relating this to Lord of the Rings. Okay. Harlan Ellison. This is <laughs> Used a to write. Yeah. No, we're, so. we're connecting. We're connecting the dots, all right? Harlan Ellison, okay? Okay. He wrote, I can't recall the show, but it was like The Twilight Zone, but it was more sci-fi. Long time ago. Harlan Ellison wrote a story about a guy coming from the future to fight a robot. Okay. I'm going to ask you a question. If you can remember the plot of The Terminator, what happened? Guy comes back to the future... To fight a robot. Yeah. I believe this the sort of the accuracy of the story. Okay. So when the Terminator is getting made or got made or something like that, I think there was an interview that James Cameron had said something along the lines of, oh, yeah, I got my idea from uh, Harlan Ellison. 
when the movie finally came out and it made James Cameron look like this bloody genius. Harlan Ellison was like, no, nah, I want my uh, I want my credit for this movie. He, that's my idea. Those are my stories that he just kind of ripped off. And they said, no, that's BS. Those are lies. And then Harlan Ellison sued for a deal in the Terminator. And I think, I don't remember how much he got for it or whatever, but he made sure that he is credited in the Terminator movies and really had nothing to do with it whatsoever. <laughs> I'm not kidding. That's a true story. <laughs> wow. That's yeah. smart. Yeah. It was like, I can't, I can't, you know, it was like based on this true story. It's like based on the brilliant ideas of Harlan Ellison or something like that. <laughs> wow. It's like, it was like stories that are HG Wells and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. So now that I'm connecting the dots, I think they stole this uh, concept from uh, Lord of the Rings. So, yeah, I'm finally glad we got there, Eric. <laughs> they read. But you, hold on, hold on, hold. But your theory. Okay. Just fell apart. How? Because you just said they got it from Lord of the Rings, correct? Yeah. And then you're trying to weave this somehow to another movie Joe versus the Volcano. Uh-huh. They, stole it, they stole it from the original Lord of the Rings books. Yes, but those are books. So how could they have stolen it from a book? Oh no 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 no! You, you missed you missed here. Did they not do the stupid ass cartoon movies? Yes. There you go. Boom. But they didn't jump into a volcano in that movie. There's a ring. There was a ring. But they didn't <laughs> jump into a volcano. And what's your favorite? What's your favorite <laughs> volcano movie? <laughs> Well, my favorite volcano movie is Volcanoes, Volcanoes, Volcanoes. <laughs> Lord of the Rings is my favorite <laughs> volcano movie. <laughs> I saw a really good National Geographic video one time about volcanoes. It was pretty good. Was I remember them. They used to scare the shit out of me as a kid. Yeah, you used to think they like that in quicksand. You used to think yeah. they existed everywhere. Yeah, it was a, it was a scary ass thought. And quicksand is not that bad apparently. <laughs> no, it's really not. It's, it's like not. very yeah, it's very rare for you to actually find some deep quicksand. <laughs> yeah, it's a, I mean, it's one of those things you thought really you're like, oh man, if I ever go to the jungle, it's like when the I'm 35, I've never <laughs> been to the jungle. <laughs> Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, exactly. You just always thought you were going to see that at some point. It's going to save my life one like day. Volcanoes. Volcanoes were everywhere in me. <laughs> sharks. Sharks was another one. I don't know why. Sharks and alligators. Because you just go swim in like, swimming holes. And like I always thought, man, alligator could be in these pools. Nah, not where we live. There's no alligators up here. I just, I thought of it, man, Lake Placid. Once I saw, (laughs) one time I saw a gar. You ever seen a gar? A gar? An alligator gar. Mm. Look up an alligator gar. But one time we went fishing, and we were fishing with a line, like a a line that you just like set, and it's a trap or whatever, like it's just a bait hook. Yeah. And so we set these bait hooks, and then they're like, Go go to the next one. Go to the next one. Go to the Whoa. next one. Go to the next one. Then come yeah, around. What is this? 
Yeah, so that's a fish that lives in lakes. Jesus, it's like he fucking, he, like, swordfish raped a... Yeah. A, a bonefish. <laughs> so what is it? We were pulling up a, a line one time. Uh-huh. And Dad was pulling it up, and, like, all we saw was its face come up. Yeah. Because, like, it came out of the water, and all I saw was, like, split second, comes out of the water, and then it's gone because it broke off the line. Like, it let the hook go. Yeah. It was like, what the fuck is that? I was like, what's that? Dad was like, oh, it's just a gar. And that was at Lake Amstead, that lake that we used to go to all the time. Yeah. Yeah, those were swimming around in the lake. Those scary-ass-looking fish. <laughs> they don't feed on human they don't feed on like live stuff apparently they feed on like dead stuff like they look scared they look like barracudas or something like that <laughs> oh yeah those scared the shit out of me when I saw them I was like whoa <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome for another nightmare <laughs> we finally get to this moment <laughs> Wait, this is the pinnacle. They have been married. They have been. They've been married, Not and well Joe well. has to jump through, jump in this volcano. We're finally at the point of the plot. We're finally at the climax, and this is the perfect example and climax. When I think of learning this in sixth grade English, this is what I'm thinking of. They're all the way at the top of the mountain. They got to jump in there because Meg Ryan isn't going alone because they just got married. Yeah. And they jump in. There's only one way for this to go. And then it finally happens, Eric. But it is kind of quirky. It is fucking stupid. They do that. <laughs> oh, okay, you. Let's go. Okay, let's go jump in the volcano. It was. It's like they, they put up a, a green screen trampoline and, <laughs> like, had them jump off, jump through a trampoline, and they were right back up. <laughs> Boing! <laughs> and then they added the graphics later. And they're rocketed. That just would never happen. But that's Pinnacle 90s technology. (laughs) And that's how it happened in this universe. The man is crazy enough to hire a dude to jump into a volcano. What more else would you expect? It didn't really make any sense. (laughs) But you know what? There's not a lot of... But that's what I like about this movie. It it knows it's stupid. (laughs) Completely. And I think if anybody gives us a bad review, they don't really understand what's going on here. And I would say it's the romance scenes that totally burned me out. Well, they could have made this better and like a little bit more cohesive yeah. to the story and the tone. But they bounce out all the way out into the ocean. But you know what? They're together. And that's it's what matters. They're going to go in the ocean because their ass will be on fire. Yeah. And then they find some more luggage. Oh, it's a right. zany. It's a zany. Like, it's a zany. Yeah, it's like oh, they they didn't make it out because I guess the true love prevails when the god wants his <laughs> sacrifice. sacrifice. Whoa! Splash and some more luggage, and then they're adrift again. Which is probably where they got the plot for Castaway. <laughs> okay. If you take out the pilot scene and just like stitched Castaway into the end of this, oh man, this this was it. Okay, Eric, 
Man. It's just the this I've never seen this movie before. You it's suggested such a, it. A zany ending. It, like it doesn't make any sense, and it just kind of ends in like a <laughs> they get shot out of the volcano, yeah. they get a bunch of luggage, and they float off happily oh, after the end. <laughs> Roll credits. They, it seems like it should have been a children's novel. Yeah, it's like a children's novel that was made into a a feature film. Are, are they gonna do it on the luggage? Now they're married and they're like totally into each other. He cock blocked himself. He clock he cock blocked himself twice and then he, you know, his power of his love cock blocked the volcano. <laughs> <laughs> what a cock blockages. I can only assume he's finally gonna like get some on this like luggage. And that's why it ended at the end, because they didn't want to show that part. Yeah. So we're at the end, Eric. What do you rate it? I like the movie. There is like if they could have edited it's an hour and forty some odd minutes long. I feel like they could have edited out about twenty minutes of the movie and like it would have been perfect. It would have been a lot better. Like the scene where he's like going through the stores and everything like that was a little longer. Could have cut out some of that. Could have cut out some of the love part because it was just yeah. like, Okay, I get it. We understand like the story at this point as an audience. <laughs> you could have taken that out, and it would have kept your interest, and it would have like flowed better. But it chops up. But outside of that, it's a very good movie. Okay. I enjoy it. I so I did. Yeah. I. I would like to give it. I don't know why I keep trying to think of that. But I'll give it a a four Wilsons volleyballs. <laughs> <laughs> I like this movie better when it was called Pee Wee's Great Adventure. <laughs> you think this movie's Pee Wee's Great Adventure? That's kind of where I got this. <laughs> Given Pee Wee loses his, uh, his bicycle. <laughs> but, uh. <laughs> Maybe that's why I enjoyed it. I do remember that movie. Like, like, it was fun to Pee Wee. It was, Pee-wee was, uh, there's some weird stuff in that movie, too. Like, some wacky, creepy stuff. And if you could mix this with, like, Joe versus the Volcanoes creepiness and continue to have Tim Burton directing it, you just get one weird movie. So, I wish that would have happened because, yeah, there's some... The stretch has killed me. I agree completely with you. The zany old man, just like, that's a, such a good tone of like, I yeah. wish they kept that tone. Like, I'm going to yeah. get you to go into a volcano. Yeah, and it just, I wish it kept getting weirder, but it like, it grounded itself, I guess, for Tom Hanks' ego. I don't, like, I have to he believe. He didn't have the, an ego at that point, so I don't know what it was. I don't, he was getting, he started becoming normal actor, you know? He's like, serious oh, actor. Not, yeah, serious actor. I just, I wish it was weirder. And then the part when he's yeah. on the luggage is a little bit funny. Like, it has his moments. Yeah. But I, I agree. It's weird, and it's worth a watch, especially the way Tom Hanks is now. You forget that he was like this for a long time. Yeah. Before he's the dude he is now. So I am going to give Joe versus the Volcano... A pink-haired Meg Ryan. Pink. Yeah, she's liberal. Red and white together. Yeah, she's just yeah, she's like 
So you like the dark one, but not all of it. And you like the, the light-haired one, but and you say <laughs> you like... No, because she's just a liberal, liberal Meg Ryan. Like, I go for the top, abortion rights, rally. Yeah, I'm going to give it that. And if you can stand that... Well, you can get through this movie. <laughs> Eric, what would you do with this franchise? <laughs> I'm so confused. Would you do... <laughs> what? <laughs> That's about as confused as I was when I watched Joe versus the volcano. I just all I wanted to watch was Joe jumping in a volcano. Yeah, I know. You wait for that part <laughs> to be kind of cool. And he doesn't even die. Oh, man. I wish the movie would have ended there. He defeated the volcano, though. No. I mean, yeah. So I'm going to, okay, I'll tell you. I'll tell you what I'm going to do with the franchise. You know, sequel, prequel, whatever. Thought. I know I'm gonna I'm gonna push this out first. If your thought is worth what I have an idea or not, I don't have an idea. I don't want any more sequels because we already got three of these movies: Joe versus the volcano, Sleepless in, Sleepless in Seattle, and you've got mail, and I think they've completed the trilogy. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want another one. <laughs> so what do you got? You got to reboot it. With their kids, maybe. Colin Hanks. So, a sequel? No, that's, hey, that's how you do it. Yeah. You just Colin said you Hanks. don't want a sequel. <laughs> no, I don't want a sequel. I want a reboot with Colin Hanks. And Colin, who's I, Colin I, Hanks? I hope Meg Ryan has a daughter that acts. Colin Hanks is Tom Hanks is good. He has a kid that acts? Yeah. You ever seen House Bunny? Not, no. It's Colin Hanks. Fuck, I mean, dude, Colin I don't Hanks watch terrible guys. movies. No, I didn't think that was gonna be a good movie, so I never. Colin saw it. Colin Hanks isn't a terrible actor. Colin Hanks is. I said a... terrible movies. And nothing about an acting job. <laughs> okay, hold on. I'll pull up his resume. You need to know who Colin Hanks is. I guarantee you know who Colin Hanks is. Okay, you ever seen Orange County? Yes. Yeah, you know the guy who's not Jack Black. Yes. Colin Hanks. The brother who's trying to get into college. He's the same age as Tom Hanks? No, he's Tom Hanks' son. How old is he? Like 50? Tom Hanks pretty old. No. Colin Hanks. I swear he was my age when I was a kid. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he is. He was in... Like five years apart. How old Col- Tom Hanks must have been having kids early or something, because like they got, he was that old <laughs> to have a kid that looked that old. What else was he in? Yeah, I just you see him from time to time. You're like, oh, that's, that's yeah. Tom Hanks' son. So, yeah, you just that. reboot it with like their daughter and son or something like that. I don't know. No, I'm just not. I I don't know. I, I think we've already seen the three movies. They're all connected, in my personal opinion. They're like the multiverse. No, reboot it. <laughs> But you get Jim Carrey. <laughs> because Jim Carrey can do all the levels in this movie and still make them entertaining. Have you seen Jim, Jim Carrey's career? Like, that's. He, he could do the zany scenes. But you don't need the love interest part of it. You just need him. I, man, I wish they would do sets like, like that, need, though. It would be. It would. Because think about it. Ace Ventura, when nature calls. 
Like, it's not a love <laughs> interest. In it. It'd be like that character just <laughs> going just <laughs> That dude just getting, like, you're going to die in a few weeks. Like, oh, man. Oh, well, <laughs> old crazy dude felt you like that's that's what you get. And then for the old crazy dude, uh, I don't even know who you get for the old crazy dude, but <clears throat> it would be an amazing movie. And Nathan Lane could come back and play the ending. Oh, I love the ending, but the oh. Native event. Yeah, Nathan Lane. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Well. That's your reboot. I don't want to see anything to see with Joe Percival. <laughs> I like it as it is. It's a, it, it, yeah, I like it. I mean, it's Tom Hanks. It's a good. It's a good Hanks. It's a good Hanks. I, I would suggest it. Just like yeah, if you're like, get a lot of it, likes, yeah. If you like Tom Hanks movies, it's like hey, if you haven't seen it. Yeah, if you haven't seen it, I, I guess if you don't, you're probably going to get bored. <laughs> if you don't like Tom Hanks movies, if you don't like, you've got Mel or Sleepless in Seattle. Yeah, but it's definitely yeah. not on those levels. No, no, definitely not. Those are much more entertaining. I haven't seen them, but I, I can already tell you they're better. They're they're they because they're a lot more entertaining throughout the whole movie. I remember the sleepless in Seattle poster at Blockbuster. Good old Blockbuster. Woo! One left. Well, that works for me, Eric. Uh, what we what we watching next week, Eric? Next week we're gonna watch a uh, a delightful film, whimsical, if you may. Called uh, Monkey Bone. <laughs> I used to watch this a bunch when I was a kid, and I hadn't seen it in probably twenty fucking years. I haven't either. And I am like, oh, this is gonna take me back in time, and I hope it is the gym that I remember. I remember. I remember it being entertaining and it being very strange, and because it was like kind of raunchy, but not. Yeah, it was just, it was just, it's bonkers. And I just remember the costumes and the sets. That is, man. Yeah, it's a, it's a weird one. But I'm looking forward to it. Have you seen, hold on. I wanted to see where your monkey bone came out. 2002, 2004. 2001. It came out 2001. Chris Kattan. I was 10. <laughs> Whoopi Goldberg. John Torino. It reminds, uh, it Rose McGowan. Rose McGowan. Rose McGowan. McGowan. There you go. There's Rose. It's called Cop Mouth. <laughs> it reminded me of another film called Cruel World. So I'm, ex- I'm a cool world. Yeah, I remember it being called, it was like Coma Land when Bruno Fraser goes into coma. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's got Whoopi Goldberg. Oh, it's a crazy movie. And I am most definitely looking forward to it. I'm looking to see how, how it aged. I, I hope it ages well. Well, any final thoughts on Joe versus the Volcano, Eric? Joe versus the Volcano. Um, No. But if you haven't seen it, I would watch it. Okay. I would say, uh, yeah, watch it. But uh, make sure it's not the end of a work day because we can fall asleep. All right. Well, Eric, that'll wrap it up for this week. I'm Evan. And I'm Eric.